Welcome to the Unestablished Podcast, a podcast about the unexplained shenanigans of adulthood. Adulting is challenging, but with a little wine and an unfiltered conversation, we'll get through this together. Each week, we will discuss the perceptions of what it means to live the broke rich lifestyle as an unestablished adult. Living broke rich is not just about monetary assets. There are levels of this shit. Now, here are your hosts, Constance, Jawanda, and Monique. Hello, everyone, and welcome back for episode seven. Yes, child, number well, seven, lucky seven. Hey, yes, mm-hmm. seven, the lucky lady. <laughs> Look, be a lady tonight. You know, I always like that song ever since I heard it on Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm sorry, that's so random. I I really like that movie. Mow your face, though. <laughs> Because that was not the vibe we were coming on here with. And I don't know where she got that from. song from. What was that fucking song? I mean, it's not a bad song. Anyway. <laughs> anyway <laughs> welcome, guys. We're happy that you're here. Yes. yes and we want to so give a special morning. shout out to everyone that joined us on our Cuffin' Season Live tonight. Um... And also to our special listener out in Belgium. We see you. We yes, appreciate Lord. you. Thank you. We love the Europe love. <laughs> we don't know you, but you know us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we see you. <laughs> and we see We get you. excited to see you. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So let's get into our wine of the week. This has been a, a Monique special request um, since she didn't like the wine choice last week. <laughs> yeah, that We're going to have to find a sweet Riesling. We're going to have to find us a sweet Riesling. Because I've had Riesling before and it wasn't bad. That was dry. Yeah, that's a sweet one. Maybe we can try the sweet one next month or something. But our wine of the week this week is Prosecco. Okay, if you love mimosas, you love Prosecco. Okay? Right. Facts. That's the main ingredient. Right. It's just a little bubbly wine. Mm-hmm. It's it's the... well, you said it tastes like alcohol, but I mean, it's not that bad. Yo, that thing does not you know that's alcohol when you taste it. There's some wines when you taste it, it's like, oh, it's sweet. It's not like a Moscato. Moscato, you be like, oh, it's sweet. It's you know, it's a drink. Or a Stella wine, you be like, Oh, oh yeah. yo, it's it's okay. But this, you taste it, you be like, oh, this is alcohol. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I'm su- for show. Yeah, so I'm surprised Mo likes Prosecco because it has, I don't know, it just tastes like alcohol to me. What do you think, Constance? I mean, if you drink it by itself, yeah. Yeah. It's um definitely not not quite like liquor, but it's it's strong. It's strong yeah. with a force for sure. Yeah. Um, but I like it. I, but I usually mix it. I usually get it so I can put it with orange juice or cranberry juice or something. Or like even now I'm mixing it with lemonade. Yeah, it's pink de- or raspberry lemonade rather. It's definitely. Well, I started to do that. Side. You should have did that. Do it. Yeah, girl. I, I I use this. I buy this particular kind from the Costco, good old Kirkland brand, which is the shit. If you are a Costco shopper, um, their Prosecco is a smooth six ninety nine, which always makes me smile. <laughs> and so 
I put that hoe in my cart directly. I was more than happy to mix it with some juice that I had lying around in my house. And today it just happened to be simply raspberry lemonade. Yeah. Nothing. I got my Prosecco from Aldi. Um, I think it was about like eight ninety five, and I can't remember the name, but I, we will definitely post it this week for mm. you all to go and review. And I got mine from the good old Sam's, okay? Mm-hmm. Members Mark Prosecco. Yes. And I believe mine was seven ninety nine. Um, and you know it's fit my standard. It's eleven percent. Y'all know how I yes, feel. Lord. It gotta be nine percent or higher for me. <laughs> So it's definitely up there. It's at 11. So I'm enjoying it. What I did do, instead of me mixing it with juice, I do have my cranberry juice here on the side. But I decided, because I had like uh, a glass left of my Oliver Blueberry Moscato, I put uh-huh. I, I did that. <laughs> That's why it looks like that. I was like, you tell me, why is it rose? I was like, you say it look a rosé color. I was like, why mm-hmm. is it rosé though? Yeah, I need to give that one another try. The blueberry Moscato? Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. It's good. I love it. I saw that at the Costco today. I was like, I'm going to pick up a bottle next time I roll through here. A bottle of three. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was good. Yes. I have yet to try the cherry. Like, I need to, we need to put that on the list too. Yeah. I mean, you know we'll drink it even if we don't love it, but I just hate to get it if I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I just need for them to have like sample sizes of wine like they do liquors i can always go get a mini bottle of liquor and see if i want to mix it with something and the sample bottles same thing with wine but the sample bottles that they do have like they have the glasses of wine they be like sutter home like nobody wants sutter home some (laughs) people drink sutter home okay i'm sorry for the people that drink sutter home but i am gonna pass on sutter home and barefoot for the mere fact that you gonna have me sick the next day now, Sutter Home, I don't think makes me sick. I just don't like the taste of it. Like, it... It's not it's good like quality it, wine. It, it just tastes off-brand. And I don't appreciate it. Like, I would... I'd probably quicker buy a Franzia box wine than I would damn Sutter Home. Because Sutter Home just tastes odd to me. We need to put that on the know. list, too. Some box yeah, wine. Yeah, we need to try a box wine. I don't wine, think I've ever had one. Wine, fuck up. We I definitely have. did enough Sutter Home in college. I think that's why we are just like, no... We're good. We didn't know any better then. Yeah, we, we was also drinking Arbor Mist, friend. Oh, who was on that? That was me. Oh. That was definitely me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say I was above it. I feel like that was definitely... <laughs> Honey, I wasn't above anything. Okay, I was drinking any and everything until it did me wrong. I was I was drinking exclusive at one point. Oh. And all of us have had a shot of Everclear, so that's not, that's not even play. Did oh, we have no, a shot? I didn't go that route. We, I don't think I we had a shot at Everclear. But okay, I definitely well, soaked the Everclear, Everclear in the in the fruit, the fruit in the Everclear. I definitely soaked that. Well, then would that not count to you as a shot? No, because <laughs> bitch, you was I, eating a whole pineapple full of Everclear. <laughs> I mean, that was a shot. I don't know what it was. Like that was a whole pineapple ring, madam. I'm not saying I never had it, but I don't think I ever took a shot of the gasoline. Is what no, I'm saying. Not by itself. No, not in a cup. No, no. Mm-mm. But it, it was in a mini a punch that you've had in collage. Facts. In shades of blue. I think you <laughs> may have had. Blue, blue or purple. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Usually blue, though. Okay. But, yeah. It's Prosecco. Uh, go out and get the Prosecco. Tell me, 
Tell us what you like about it, what you don't like about it. If it's a, a hit or miss for you. All right. So our episode this week is all about mm -hmm. do 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 the fake. Of... <laughs> 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 it's about cuffing season. It's that time of the year, people. It's about to get mm -hmm. sweater weather, and when it's sweater weather, that means sweater weather. It's time. It's cuffing season. That's right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> time to be inside with your boo thing. Mm -hmm. Netflix and chilling. Mm -hmm. Chicken and dicking. Oh. Mm -hmm. Anything that is your thing. Yeah, I heard that shit. When, <laughs> on <this debate. laughs> yes, honey. They said we too old for this Netflix and chill. We're going to get some Popeyes and we chicken and dicking. Oh my god. My mouth just fell completely open. <laughs> what in the world? Chicken and Dickin is now a thing. Netflix and chilling is for children. Oh, but what about I want the chicken folks. though? Like I want some lamb chops. Okay. You well, can get some lamb chops and fuck. I don't know. <laughs> lamb chops and chop it up. I don't know. Chop it. Lamb chops and screwed. Lamb chops and chop. Oh, lamb chops and screwed. <laughs> I like. Oh, Jawanda, I love that shit right there. <laughs> so, okay, Constance is chicken and dicking, and, and I'm lamb chopped and screwed. What's Damn your right, flavor? Man. What's your flavor, cup and season? Um, flavor. What we can do, I like the wine and dine. What I do? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like the chicken and dicking. I like me a good set of wings and some beer. Let's just fuck. Let's just get it on. Let's get okay. it on. I like to be I like to be fed and um I don't wanna say fed. <laughs> oh yeah, there's only say one it. that goes say with it. that. So just say it, say it. I don't know. I can't think of it. You say it, Monique. it's on your it's on your heart. Share it with us. You're going to be fed in eight? Is that what you're saying? Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. And I ooh. And I ooh. Okay. Well, I was going to say that. Eight. I like oh, to be shit. wine and dine. I like to have some, some drinks and food. That's what I like. You feed me. You feed, you give me drinks. And we'll see where this goes. That's all I'm saying. You never know. Moving on. <laughs> so we wanted to start this cuffing season with, um, I guess, starting with the ideas of what what relationships were presented to us versus what we know now. We are uh, in our thirties, approaching thirty, and we done experienced some things. <laughs> We would like, maybe not to share all our experiences, but to definitely yeah. talk about what we thought versus what it what it is. Well, this is my first time, like, acknowledging cuffing season. Like, even though I've been single, I feel like this is the first time I'm like, let me see what this is about. Let me test mm -hmm. the waters. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean... I mean, I've heard of it, but I didn't, I don't know, partake in such festivities before. Because, I mean, you got to have somebody to cuff. And I'm not going out there shopping for no, no nigga to cuff with. 
you know, because some people go shopping when it comes to cuffing season. You know, they they see it as a season and nothing else. Like, I'm going to get somebody to uh, cuff while it's cold outside so I can rub up on somebody and have somebody to cuddle with and shit. And then when this when this heat come back, I'm going to kick that ass to the curb because it's going to be too hot to be doing all that type of shit. But if you go into it with that intention, you should be man enough to tell somebody, look, this is all this is all it is. Well, I don't know that many men are going to be like, hey, bitch, you seasonal. <laughs> and you're going to be let go, be let go uh, in, in the mid-spring. Okay, let me just, <laughs> I'm going to just call you Lowry, okay? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm gonna just, no. Uh, I'm going to give you all these. Dash. <laughs> Not Mrs. Dash. Get out of my face. <laughs> and that, mm-mm, that's a season we can pass on. Facts. Right. Well, that, you will give me in your life for a reason to see I'll be Miss Lowry's any day, but not no fucking Miss Dash. We ain't got, mm. No. Give a beef potassium <sighs> instead of sodium. Kind of I'll be Miss Paprika before I be Miss Dash. Mm-mm. Okay. Smoked paprika. Mm. You gotta be smoked paprika. Mm. Otherwise, you just good old white people spice. They don't even know add color. I don't know. I've never really tasted paprika before in my life. No, I don't know what paprika does besides color the top of my potato salad. <laughs> you gotta at least put it on the devil eggs. Come on. Okay. No. I that too. That's your specialty. The devil eggs is your special. I do the potato yeah. salad. Sorry, I don't think that. <clears throat> well, I don't know. I, I think about cuffing season and, and thinking about like the ideals of what dating was, um, I just, I, I ain't gonna tell you no story. I blame Disney. Disney fucked me up, bitch. That whole Prince Charming thing, I thought to myself, look at Ariel. Look, shit, even look at Pocahontas. Like, her daddy was ready to kill this motherfucker, and she still rode off to the sunset with this son, bitch. I, I mean, man. like, you know, we could come overcome all these things, and true love prevails. Okay, and then, hmm. And then I grew up, and I was like, "Oh my god, the lies! These hoes this is ain't not loyal. life. They're not." And and then, like, it's not even a thought. It's like it's it's almost foreign for anyone to think that way, to want to be with somebody and love them forever. Like you almost have to coax people into it now. And I'm not talking about just dudes, but women too. It's just, it's, the times have changed, yeah. Times have just changed. The whole, like, uh, marital type situation, like, there are less and less people getting married now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're realizing that they don't, it's not a requirement anymore. You don't have to get married in order to be happy or to have a quote-unquote successful life. You can be single. Yeah, I guess people also see all the cons to marriage. As opposed to the pros, and they see that a lot of them are business-related or finance-related, and they're more like, what is this person going to take from me if something goes left, as opposed to what can I build with this person if I love them? True. And I also think that um, people who are willing to get married, a lot of them think that, oh, I can just get a divorce, so I don't have to worry about fighting Mm -hmm through the situation because you know our parents or our parents parents 
whole thing was, oh, I'm going to stick beside him. You know, <laughs> that's, that's mine. That's mine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit beside him. But now they're just like, oh, I can get married and divorced as many times as I like. It doesn't matter. So we can just do this thing and get it over with. And if it don't work, we can get it over with. And then I can move on to the next. Do you have something to say? Mom? I mean, have you anything to you say? Look, you look stressed. You look str- You do. Like, you <laughs> yeah, have so many that's, things that's, rolling through your head. Yeah, and- that's stressful because marriage is not an option. It's it's the thing. So, I'm going to need you to come correct <laughs> with the intent. <laughs> right. But no, I'm with I, you. I agree with you. I'm not I do too. disagreeing, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying a lot of people nowadays, they feel like, they're not stressed about marrying. It's like it's it's Mister Right now, not Mister you know forever. Right. Yeah. And and I meant when I said what I said, Monique. I meant like it's not in the back of everyone's head. It's Agreed. not an expectation universally anymore. Like it's uh, I have to let you know from jump, just like I would let you know like oh I got kids like oh, I need you to know I'm dating to marry. And, like, if you're not into that, if you ain't trying to do that, that's okay, but you and I can't talk. Like, let's not even start this off wrong. Like, because I'm dating with the intention to get married. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to build a life. I want so can a husband. You, can you enjoy cuffing season? And, well, yeah. Like, you know, have those intentions? I think so, because... But it took me a minute to realize that. Now, when I was younger, no. Because I guess, like, it was I was on a timeline. Because back then, I was thinking, okay, I need to have, like, two and a half children by the time I'm 30 mm-hmm. and be so-and-so a place in my career and have been married for so-and-so a time because I'm probably going to get married at 25. Like, I was on a timeline. Like, my biological clock was ticking, bitch. Like, it was, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I could hear that hoe. I could hear it in the back of my mind. And I was young then. But, like, now, now I'm like, Okay, well, we talking. We gonna, we might talk for a minute. Like a like a minute. I don't know how long this talking stage is going to last. It's going to last until I'm comfortable moving forward. Because, yeah. you know, I'm I think that's why I failed that. to acknowledge something season. Because that was never, like, <clears throat> something I think I fully would have been down for. But at this point, I'm just like, why not? Yeah. I mean, if you tried everything else, I mean, why not try the cuff? Try it out, child. Wait, so have y'all tried cuffing? It have you unintentionally last year. Tell us more. (laughs) (laughs) So I started talking to somebody like right before cuffing season, quote unquote, started. And then, you know, it was getting cold outside. (laughs) And we was doing cold nigga shit in my house. And I was I was into it. Like I was real cozy, you know? Because men just emit body heat. I don't know what the problem is. But they are so fucking hot all the time. It is ridiculous. They are so hot. So I didn't have... Bitch, there was no need for a blanket. Well... I don't know. It's stressful for me. Like, I... Hmm. What? It's like you want to indulge and then you don't. And then... Are we going to... Because I think it's so easy for, like, women to emotionally get attached. Oh, yeah. Even if we not, like, giving up the cookie, I appreciate your presence, your time, you know, like... 
So going out on dates. So now that it's a little thing. Is it because of the intention that you have? Is that why you become attached? Because I don't feel like I become attached. I don't think I'm that person that gets attached in relationships. Um, Like even with maybe my current relationship, I don't feel like I am attached. Well, at the beginning, I didn't feel like I was attached. I feel like he was a good time. He was a good friend. And we was cool. And y'all know the story of us, how I couldn't commit to anything. And it took it took a while. So I don't feel like I don't feel like I ever like in of previous relationships that I, I ever was attached. I don't know if that makes sense. Well, maybe my difficulty comes because I'm a hopeless romantic. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not that. I can be attached I in am. like two months. Like, oh, yes. and not clingy attached, but just like emotionally attached. Like, oh, yes. I'm checking on you. How was your day? You know, mm-hmm. I, I is everything good? Yeah. And I think it's okay to allow yourself to feel that if you're okay with it, but setting a fine line between, ooh, I'm emotionally attached and this is just cuffing season. It, I feel like cuffing season is a part of any relationship because I mean at some point you're gonna go through the season itself when you're in it like I'm assuming Mm -hmm. I I mean assuming that it lasts for a good little while you know a little over a year depending on the time of year like I'm thinking you're gonna go through it and cuffing season really yeah it is you know when it gets cold outside but if you wanna be honest I feel like cuffing season could be any time Cuffing season could be any time that <laughs> you just you just into that into it with that person. Like cuffing season for somebody could be whoever's honeymoon stage. But that's how I feel about it. Like, cause that's what cuffing season is to me. Like when you engage in a cuffing season, it's when it's all fuzzy and cute, and you do all little things together, and you just love on each other because you don't you don't. You ain't found the little annoyances yet. Like you still, everything's still cute. Everything, all is the still, red flags are hidden. <laughs> yeah, like you, you, you ain't looking for them. Everything's honky dory until you know they fart or something weird. I mean, I don't mind a fart, but I mean, but it's like, oh, oh yeah, you're human. Shit. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Reality right. comes We're back. Think <laughs> of it for real now. Yeah. Right. So, cover season to me is more like the honeymoon stage, whenever it happens to happen. But true actual cuffing season just happens when it's cold outside. You know, so you can rub up on each other and stay warm on the inside. Mm-hmm. Oh, with a little hot chocolate. Yes, Lord. A little spiked hot chocolate. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spiked hot chocolate? What are we putting in there? I've never had it. <clears throat> Usually something brown. Mm-hmm. Um, Usually something brown okay. slides down easy. Or or Bailey's really Bailey's is probably the best thing I would think. Yeah, put in there. that sounds feasible. Mm-hmm. Jawanda, what are our seasons of the cuffing season? Oh, yeah. Our phases of the cuffing season? Yo, I was just about to ask you that. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so cuffing season, I the one the diagrams that I saw they had a lot. So there were some that just stopped. Um, in February, and there was some that it was like a a year round thing, so it went from August to July. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, 
So I thought that was interesting. So the one that I saw that was just the regular one is that you do your scouting process in August from August 1st to the 31st. So you go out scouting to recruit. <laughs> then from September 1st to September 30th, you do your drafts. And then October 1st through the 31st is when you do your tryouts. You know, you've been talking for two months. And you try, you know, you trying to tread the water, see who is feasible. But you only get like one solid week for tryouts. No, because if the third month. conversation, hell no, no. But you got at this point, you have multiple. Do I call them suitors? Like at this point, yeah. you have multiple people, so you can't just try out all these people in one week. So you got to shuffle through. You no, know, so like maybe you have three in the first week. This this is your tryout. By the third, fourth conversation in that week, you ain't coming through. Oh, we gotta ro- rotate to the next. Isn't that drafting though? I would think that's more of a draft. Yeah, but you're not about to get the whole month to draft. Like one person is not about to get the whole month to draft. You trying to run through these things quick, aren't you? Your cover season go end up in <laughs> November. Oh God. <laughs> You should be in cuffing season by then, because when is it over? It's not over until the championship game, which is February 14th. So you got to get through the preseason, which is November 1st through the 30th. Then you have the actual cuffing season, which is December 1st through January 15th. Then you have the playoffs of of your top contenders, January 16th through February 13th, and the championship game, January 14th. Who you spending that Valentine's Day with? Mm. And I mean, I mean Valentine's Day. It's it's nice to celebrate, but it's not it's a big. Overrated. It's not big for me. No, no, not me either. Like, don't get me wrong. Now, okay, you can still give me some chocolate. You can still give me some flowers, but I don't feel like. Oh my gosh, you got me a bear. I'm so happy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> cry over it but I really will appreciate your effort in order to do all those things but I like a good bear there's nothing wrong with a bear I got one around here somewhere it's eight not around here somewhere that means that shit does I'm with you know with the move everything isn't where it's supposed to be so but right. he's here mm-hmm. I don't, I, I'd rather I go for a vacation or an experience right I think I'd be more hurt if we didn't celebrate like an anniversary or mm-hmm. birthdays as opposed to um, Valentine's Day. I mean, I like it. Like, I would like you to do something, even if it's just, you know, show me in some way that you love me. You know, buy a nigga a candle. I love candles. You can never go wrong with a candle with me. Just let me know you're thinking about me. Buy me a bracelet or something. Hell, clean my kitchen. I don't care. Just this that, girl look, said, clean I, the damn kitchen. Acts of service, honey. Same. Let me come home and you have cleaned my kitchen and folded my clothes. Two things I don't really want to do, but no need to be done. <laughs> <laughs> Rub my feet. Give me a massage. We'll give each other massages. I'm here for the massage. Yeah, you know, little shit, but it doesn't have to be anything major. Yeah, I don't think uh, Valentine's Day is the contender for me. The end all, be all. Hell, anniversary. My birthday, I think, is bigger than that. Birthday. Y'all already know how I feel about birthdays, okay? 
I love a good birthday. We got to celebrate. Okay. We got to right. celebrate the birthday. Once you fumble on the birthday, your cuffing season has oh. officially ended. And it's worse because me and Joanna's birthday is in the beginning of cuffing season. It's during tryouts. So, yeah. <laughs> you only get one opportunity. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. You can't mess up my birthday, yo. Right. I mean, you yeah. got to acknowledge it with something. I mean, it don't have to be an actual gift, but I mean, acknowledge it with something. Yeah. No, I want a gift. I don't have to have the gift, but don't be texting me on my birthday what you're doing. The fuck? You supposed to be telling me what I'm doing on my birthday because I this don't is... know. What, what are we doing? Right. What are we doing? So since you don't know, I don't know. <laughs> and don't check for me later either. Block. Block. <laughs> that block. Oh, God. Hell yeah. I might talk to you later, but not right now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not talking to you, not the rest of this day. Okay, he's on right. the, he's on the bench. Mm, my birthday lasts on them, so I catch your ass in April. I'm yeah, I'm big on birthdays, so you can't miss my birthday. I may not be big on anything else, but I'm definitely big on birthdays. Birthdays have always been big for us. Like mm-hmm. I n- never realized it until now, but now that I think about it, it always been. Something big for us. Is it because I make it a big thing, me personally, or is it something that we collectively do? Because I know I think we collectively, collectively did it. do. Okay, because yeah. yeah. I know I make sure I make sure everybody that I'm close to birthday is like a birthday. I'm like if I can't be there physically, like I'm gonna try to send you something, do something. Like it's it's important to me. It's the day that you came into the world. And y'all know how I feel about people who are close to me. So let's celebrate it. It's about you, girl, or boy, guy, girl, gal, whoever. Let's celebrate <laughs> you. What are the limitations like you think a guy would have during tryouts? A limitation? What you mean? What you mean? Yeah, like what realistic expectations could we have for a guy that's trying out for cuffing season? Like, I know we say we want to go out on a date. We want you to spend quality time with us. We want those good morning texts. Okay. (laughs) Because is he coming to take the trash out? Like, But he's not living with us. Like, if he comes to visit and he sees the trash is full and on his way out, he'll be like, I'm taking the trash. Like, you you get some extra points for that. You know what I mean? Because you really ain't contribute to this trash i'm the one i'm the one that put the trash in there but if you saw it's full right. he'd be like oh i'm taking it out for you i'd be like okay extra right. points it's definitely brownie points for you seeing some shit that i need mm-hmm. you just do it without asking taking mm-hmm. initiative oh my my for sure <laughs> <laughs> the manly of men girl, right girl oh my goodness <laughs> Heaven. It's the cutting the grass for me. I'm Ooh, sorry. Ooh, girl, I was about to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you if gonna... you come over here and you cut this grass, you gonna weed it? Oh, <laughs> are you su- are you surprised me for lunch one day? Oh, okay. Trim the bushes. Oh, mm. trim these hedges, child. <laughs> that means two things. Oh, well, ain't nothing like a good old unexpected lunch. Okay. Yes, child. A good surprise. I love surprises. 
Yes, I, I love that. Like Especially, um, it's my favorite. question. What, surprises? Oh, I'm talking about the lunch. Girl, you know I like to eat. Oh. <laughs> don't all women I don't think I know a woman a lot but why is it that we like to eat but we don't know what we want to eat okay now that's not true that's not true <laughs> okay. we know exactly what Hold the up. fuck we want to eat is now it... you now, wait a minute now Jawana you a different story <laughs> you no we really... done get your ass the last two episodes now, bitch, don't you... do this to yourself because you know how this is about to go you, you, you one of the first women I know that actually does not know what you want, but you know what you don't want. Facts. You, you are that way. But for many a woman, it's not that we don't know what we want. We know exactly what the fuck we want, but we just know you don't want it. So we like, I don't know. You pick. Cause I'm gonna fuck around and say something like, oh, I want fuck. And you ain't finna eat that. Um, now, some men will, but I'll be wanting for two, three days in a row. Don't don't bother me, cause I can eat things several days in a row. You might not want that. Yeah. So I may know what I want. I just don't think you want it. I thrive on leftovers. You can. I can eat leftovers all week. And if I like something real, like a real good, I can definitely eat it a couple of days in a row. I mm-mm. leftovers, maybe spaghetti. Maybe some rice or something, but outside of that, maybe some pizza. I'd rather eat that at home. I, um, ever since I've been blessed with the toaster oven pizza, I cannot microwave it again. Can't do it. Uh, like fresh pizza that you order? No, I'm eating it like the next day. The crust don't hit the same if I'm putting it in the microwave. Tis true. Tis true. Oh, yeah, that's true. So I don't want to take that shit to work. But I could definitely nibble on the same thing all week for work. When I get home, I want that shit. That's the I whole point. don't want nothing in my refrigerator. That's the whole point of meal prepping. Shit. You're supposed to be able I to know. take multiple meals. And that's... But I only usually have enough time to make two. Like this week, I know I'm making chicken salad for one meal. And I got another meal. But I'm going to see where my taste buds take me. Because one thing I've noticed, I mess around and make a meal or two for the week. Don't want neither one of them. Mm. Oh, that's that the day. worst. That I, is I, I the eat, absolute yep. worst. I eat it for like one or two days, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sick of this shit. I don't want either one of these things. I don't want right. Lunch. I don't want for dinner. I don't want to look at it. Now I have to let it sit in the refrigerator until it goes bad, so I don't feel bad when I throw it away. <laughs> yeah, I don't exactly. give. My, I don't give myself that option. I don't give. My, I just I mean, don't think I'm about it. I just, it. I just know this is what I made for the week, and this is what I have, and this is what I'm gonna eat. I just I really don't give myself the option to think about oh what I'm gonna have for lunch. This is this is what we have, basically. Oh no, now lunch I don't I eat for survival, dear. I mean it so I don't die, but or I'm not mean to my children. But dinner when I get home and I'm ready to chill and just enjoy myself, I fuck around and give an option because I have one. No, usually unless I'm and don't let it be pay week. Oh. That's what I'm saying. I see what you happens. peasants can eat your leftovers. I'm going to Chipotle. <laughs> Not Chipotle. Chipotle. Okay, I'm going to the Zacks. Oh, um, my gosh. Somebody told me they was going to Zaxby's the other day. I was like, mmm, Zaxby's. Lord. It has fallen off for me. Really? I haven't been there yeah. in a minute. Salty. Oh, ever. You know, I don't go over there often. Yeah. A lot of times when you eat at home and you come back to um, 
like go to fast foods, a lot of their foods taste toasty to you. So if you've been like cooking mm-hmm. a lot and you go and get something to eat, you notice that it's more salty. Yeah, I guess that's with me and my meal prepping lately. Yeah, that's probably what it is. I know that happens to me a lot. But back. Okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was about to say. So back to the top of your hand. Well, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I I, I want to know. So like, when you think about your ideal flow of a relationship, what do you think about, and who put that thought in your head, or what put that thought in your head? Like, what's your ideal flow of a relationship? What did you think was supposed to happen? I thought. I was supposed to meet someone in college. He was going to play football. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not that he would have went pro, but, like, he would have been some, like, athletic Mm -hmm. something, like, loving basketball, I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, Not that that was, like, my example of what love should look like, but I think that's just, like, some fairy tale that I came up with over time. Right, right, right. And, yeah, obviously that was not the truth. Because college was a flop. Oh. <laughs> for, for very, oh my god, not a flop, bro. For various reasons, mm-hmm. shots fired intentionally, mm-hmm. and pew pew. <laughs> pew pew pew. Hold up, wait a minute. Hey, it's twenty-two. <laughs> pew, pew pew. And then now I'm in my thirties. Like, it's okay that that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. It was a blessing. Thank, yeah. thank God. <laughs> you here for the shenanigans, nah, aren't you? Nah, nah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody can't see my damn jazz hands, but mm, it's shaking. <laughs> yeah, so now I'm like, ooh, I get to recreate whatever I think I um, was supposed to have. Right. And this is, it's fun. It is. Actually, it's cool. Dating in your, your 30s mindset. is fun. You know, because you, you know a little bit more about who you are usually. I think you, everybody does, but more often than not, you know a little bit more about you. So you know Definitely. how, you know, like you know how you want to be treated because you've dealt with bullshit by now. The bull to the shit. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Because I, if it were up to me, I would have been like married straight out of college, Girl, you know, a little happy family. You. And I'm so happy that that didn't happen because. Y'all know my take on kids now. Like, <laughs> come pick them up. Come pick them up. But yeah, I'm with you. I, yeah. See, I like. See, I would even go back even further. See, I thought that I was supposed to have known someone forever and like had a high school sweetheart situation, and either we was gonna go to college together or we was gonna go to separate colleges and do our thing there, and then, you know see each other on weekends or some shit, do the long distance thing and then fuck around, get married young and pop out cheering. And I was, you know, going to have like someone in first grade by the time, like now, you know, like he was supposed to roll that like that. Like I was Not from high my, school. That oh, seems honey. so long together. I Gee. know. But see, that's that in my head. That's how I would have liked it to go because that's what my parents did. I mean, hell, they even I was just back. about to ask, did your parents do that? Well, they were even before high school. I mean, they knew each other their whole fucking lives. I mean, you can call them niggas kindergarten sweethearts. Because they lived in a tiny-ass town. Like, 
Mom was from Leesville, dad is from Batesburg, and it became a town while they were young. Like, all together. Like, Batesburg, Leesville. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they've known each other for forever. Both sides of our family, like, know each other, went to high school together. We might need to bring them on an episode. Let's not, and say we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that they... I, I, oh. I've never even talked to them about all that. I mean, it took me a while to realize they had known each other for that long, but I don't know. So for them knowing each other that long and being together as long as they've been, I mean, not without struggle, obviously, but, and that was another thing I guess I didn't realize until I got older that, that it's not all peachy. Growing pains. Once you get married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like that you still are growing as a person. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds so stupid because, I mean, I guess back then I thought you just are who you are, but mm-mm. there's so many things I didn't know. Yeah. Jawanda, where did your influence come from? Um, I didn't have an influence. I mean, I did have an influence, but my whole thought was uh, I was just going to be, you know, pimping these hoes. <laughs> I didn't have I love it. an intention of getting married. Um, I was going to be single. I was going to be the single auntie. I was going to be out here. You know, maybe I'd be Stella who got her groove back. I don't know. But I was going to be out here and I was going to be single and I was going to be traveling the world and have my career. And, you know, you hit me up. Aunt Joanna, what you need? Oh, you want this? I'll see if it's in the budget. Send it off to the to the kids. I'm not, um, my bad. The shawty's calling me. but um i wasn't i wasn't the one for wanting to be in a relationship now i did have an influence um my sister my parents weren't married um but my sister and my brother-in-law have been together for as long as i've been alive so they did the traditional thing my sister was like in her senior year of high school and he was already he was a couple years older so he was working my sister went to college and the year after she graduated from college they got married so um i guess that would be my influence for marriage i mean my aunt she was also one of my aunts was also married and they've been together and they're still together but i had no intentions of getting married at all wow what changed your mind so what changed my mind was um when i met my hood dude i mean i really didn't think he was a hood dude at the time he was just a dude that was in the hood i guess that makes sense (laughs) but yeah um when i met him i was just like oh i like him you know we could we could make this work you know and they Dudes like that sell you a dream, and you be like, "Oh, that sounds nice. I could, I could probably do that." And then I was like, "Okay, like we can do this." And he was just like, "Whoa, you know." Of course, at that time, he was living his double life or whatever. So, you know, we ended up breaking up or whatever. And then, you know, I met the next guy who happened to be EJ, and um, I had no intentions of doing anything extra. We was just here. And it just is what it was. So, I mean, I guess somehow, I guess being with the hood dude kind of brought a different perspective of relationships to me. Because I had intentions of being with this guy 
for the rest of my life. Like I was willing mm-hmm. to defy like whatever my family or whatever my friends thought about him to be with him. So I guess after going through that experience, I was just like, oh, I could, I could marry somebody. I could be somebody's yeah. wife. Okay. And here you are. Here you are. Going to be wifed up in, in how many days? Let's, let's pull out the countdown calendar. Yeah, yeah. It says I have 20 days, 15 hours, 29 minutes, and 54 seconds. Oh. oh. Well, well, all right then. Down to the second heaven. Girl. For the marriage. Mm-hmm. The marriage. What a scary time. You said that. <laughs> what a scary time to be alive. Oh my gosh. Shut up. Because we waited long enough for this, okay? I'm going to need you to get your shit together. Get your shit together. She is excited. We're excited enough for her. Yes, as someone once told me, don't downplay your excitement. Oh, who said that? Who said that? (laughs) Why y'all staring at me? Oh, you didn't say it. That wasn't anything you said. It was just something I thought you needed to hear. For sure. It's changing. Y'all know how I feel feel about change. It's a change. It's something that I want, but it's also a change. So you know how I feel about that. Yes, But y'all have known each other for so long. I feel like, you know, it's just going to be... Your your name is not even changing. Okay, let's talk. Tell the listeners how that's gonna work out. Go ahead, go ahead and tell them. We waiting. What you just told them? My name's gonna be the same. I'm not. I mean, you have to give them the backstory. What's the backstory? We, they have the same damn last name. Okay, we made sure, we made sure we weren't related, and we just you know kept rolling with it. Oh, it so was funny. meant to be. I guess. That's adorable. I really do love that you don't change your day. You don't have to go through none of that. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> the whole just going to put the ring on, walk down, walk back down the aisle, and it's going to be a happily ever after. Facts. Mm-hmm. Forever. But I'm, Must I'm be nice. Forever. <laughs> forever, ever? Forever, forever, ever? Okay. All right. All right. Now, I know you may not be a hopeless romantic, but have you ever seen anything because i know monique will be able to test to this have you ever seen any like movie or show or any anybody who had that like ideal looking relationship juana hmm i'm, I'm thinking directly to you anybody that had that ideal relationship now, is this question about people that we um, grew up be, around or I, it could be it could be um someone that you know for real it could be celebrities it could be somebody fictional like i'm i think that's what because i feel like this is where this stems from this ideal because also no one told us any different like what is it that made us think this is the way that love is supposed to be like like who markets this shit who markets this bullshit i really need to know i mean who markets this motherfucking nonsense because they don't make shows the way they used to about married couples like most of them are divorced and single people raising a family or raising, you know, several kids because that's reality now. It didn't used to be because family matters and fucking seventh heaven and that shit was not out here perpetuating yes. that. They was perpetuating that damn dream. Seventh that was, heaven. Uh, okay. They had several children married for forever because that was just the norm. So I want to know 
what was it that you was watching that made you feel like, damn, I want that? Like that's 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 the type of shit I want when I get married. I want my husband to be like that. I don't. I never. Or I just want my relationship to be like that. I want to be with somebody who's that cool. Or I just like how they rock together. I don't know. I didn't have any intention. Like I said, I didn't have any intentions of getting married. So I really don't have that person. Like if I could say like a real life role model, it would probably have to be my sister and brother-in-law because I've seen their marriage since I was born. Like I've, I don't know everything that they've gone through, but I know that the it ain't easy. And I know that they have their disagreements and I know that they have to compromise and I know yeah. that they have their, you know, differences. I don't think they really like argue, like, like yell argue or whatever. But, um, but I've seen, I, if they have, I've never seen it before, but I know that that's probably something real life that I probably would say that I would want to mirror. But as far as like reality mm-hmm. TV, like, I just want to be, I just want to be the auntie that had the uncle, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Not the uncle. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, well, hey. Yeah, I just want. I had a great auntie that had the uncle. Yeah. Didn't know that that wasn't her husband until he, until both of them died. Yeah. Had no idea. But that's an open role back then. You know, her real husband died, but she couldn't collect that check if she got remarried. So Uncle Johnny was just her boyfriend. Not Uncle boy. Johnny. Yes, sir. Did not know he wasn't my real uncle. <laughs> so they were both dead. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Paul, not Paul. <laughs> <laughs> she was waiting all her life to say that, okay? I was just Bro. about to say that. Paul, not Paul. Okay. Not Paul. Child, I couldn't take it. I was like, the secret can't. <laughs> TLC messed me up because I was saying yes to a dress long before oh. I knew. Oh, I thought you were talking about the group. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Now say yes to the dress, girl. Oh, my goodness. Say yes to the dress messed me up because I was like, oh, these love stories are so sweet. And I want to get a dress, and I want to get a ring. Mm-hmm. You can buy yourself a drink, a ring, and then get you a dress and have a party. And did. <laughs> you know, I watched Bridezilla's before I watched Say Yes to the Dress. Definitely love Bridezilla's. That was a Brazil was so trash. I like, know what I love the absolute most. And then God. the fucked up part was most of them was on like a baloney budget, trying to have a steak. Wedding, so funny. Not yeah, that's why it was so funny. Yes, two different spectrums. Hollering at their family members. Why you ain't make these parties yet? Because <laughs> I couldn't get off work. Like real life problems. Anyway, but say I'm yes not D- I'm not DIYing yeah. shit for my wedding. Okay, no, you hiring someone. Milton's gonna be Milton's footing that bill, bitch. Okay, you gonna have that wedding it. like on um I can do bad. What was that Tyler Perry movie where they had the angels, real life angels floating off? Oh, that, that was uh, that the family reunion, honey. Oh yeah, yes, honey. And he was he was beating that. And they girl. threw them hot grits on him. Yeah, no, <laughs> the hot no. He she did the baby oil on the floor and he got out the tub after the shower. Yeah, she was whipping that, that ass. Movie, yes. movie. that was this Christmas. You know that would. Yeah, it was. Yes. This Christmas is one with uh what's the name that plays Chris Brown. 
Yeah, Chris Brown and uh, Regina King, and she beat the shit out of that Negro because <laughs> she found out, and then drove his car over a bridge or some shit. Oh, no, they threw hot that... grits. They threw hot grits on old boy and uh, Medea. Oh, I, well, I thought they she did that baby oil on that floor, and he was slipping, and she had that belt. That was this Christmas. Kalu. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember it fondly. There you Bastard. go. With soft ass skin. Anyway, what about you? I told Mo say yes to the dresses. What? What got you? Yes, <clears throat> completely. Lord, I think it was just. Uh, I think because I ha- I'm a hopeless romantic. Like it's so easy for me to have this whimsical expectation <clears throat> of what things are supposed to be like. I am not that way. I'm more of a realist. I'm definitely a realist. And that's one of like so I am now. we have um we go through premarital counseling. That was one of my requirements and that's one of the requirements that he thought, you know, that we should do. And that was one of my fears that I placed out there is that I am fearful of that we're gonna grow apart from each other. Therefore causing people to get divorced. Like Chris Rock got divorced from his wife for after 20 years. Like people are like divorcing from each other 20, 30 years. What was it? Um, Steph Curry's parents. They like, they got. Yes. Yes. So I'm just like. Girl. Oh my God. That kid. I was like, what? Yes. Like, you know, and it, it, people used to say that, um. If you can make it to past year 10, you're good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now these people are at year 20, year 30, and they're getting divorced. But people also don't like, and I mean, people just don't pay attention to how much work it takes to be in a relationship with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm not, I'm not knocking the ideal at all because I'm a hopeless romantic too. But I'm not crazy enough to think. I mean, even after watching my parents, like, they weren't always smiling and laughing and hugging and kissing. Like, and it's not they disliked each other, but they disagreed on things. They don't see eye to eye on every single damn thing. But it was, at the end of the day, it's more like, you know, I know that I love this person. And I know that I would rather figure out a way to sort through whatever this change is that both of us are going through and, and make sure that we get back on the same page like we once were Mm -hmm. and know that something is going to have to change. I don't know what it is, but something has to change because we're changing and we're going to have to change and fix it as opposed to just giving up. Yeah. And And for some people, that's not an option. It really is not. Some people have tried and have done, but I do think a divorce culture has become a thing too. Like you said earlier, like some people know in the back of their head, well, you know what, motherfucker, this don't work. I just divorced that ass. Now, for me in my head, I know how South Carolina marriages work. Okay, you have to be separated for a whole fucking year before you can get divorced. And this this raggedy motherfucker here. <laughs> so, like, I I don't want to be attached to you for that long mm-hmm. because they're in in South Carolina. They want you to basically try and work that shit out, but you have to be separated for a whole year. Before you do that. And then you you got to file for that. You got to pay money for that. And then you have like, say for instance, you have kids and you have them involved. It's just a rough Mm -hmm. situation. 
So it is. I, I just feel like you just need to make sure whoever you with is the right person for you. Right. <clears throat> so there's no guarantee that the um you know the person I guess their desires won't change. No. Yeah. I know you said you were worried about you and EJ growing apart. And then that be the case, then there's nothing that you can really do about it. I mean, um, it's, I mean, people change every day. How I see it is that everybody changes. Like, you're not the same person that you was two years ago. And I'm not the same person that I was two years ago. But am I willing to adapt or adjust, you know, to that right. difference? And are you willing to adapt and adjust to that difference? I think that's what right. what helps make it stay cohesive. Is that mm-hmm. you have to be willing to change with change because change is yeah. inevitable. Like everything is. is gonna change, so it you is. have to be willing to to do that. that those exactly. are my thoughts, and that's how well, I, I plan to approach things. Well, I think that's why sometimes relationships can be so difficult because you think, oh, okay, well, I got with you for this reason, and if these things about you that got me interested in you in the first place have changed, then I don't want it anymore. Cause like, this was the sole basis of me being with you. Like I don't think we realize that they change and the people they're with change and they got to do that shit too. Like that's, that's probably the hardest part about being in a relationship is accepting that change and still loving that person that you had, that you, you know, started to like, and then even got to know even better the longer you knew them. Yeah, because you should definitely be changing for the better. Yeah. But that's if you change it for the better. That's not, like I said, that ain't the case for some people. But I would think if you're changing for the better, then you would, you know, grow with that change. So how that's do you I guys think. feel? So do you think this is, do you think cuffing season is something that's temporary or do you think it's something that's like longevity? think that cuffing season has the potential for longevity but the way that it's presented makes it seem temporary mm. like because it sounds just like a straight up season that comes around but you know you may not always have the same person in mind when you think about cuffing season so I think it's meant to be I think it's meant to be temporary but I don't know that it always happens that way I think the intent is to be temporary though mm. honestly so, like, you can have cuffing season every year, but that don't mean you with the same bitch every cuffing season. Or the same <laughs> nigga every cuffing season. Because I may have more fun with somebody else during the summer. And then some, Ooh. you know. Okay. That's summer boo and that winter boo may be hitting on something it, different. It's a little different. That hot, that hot weather boo and that cool weather boo might be doing a little different. Because so, maybe the beach feel a little better than the fair. And you got to be down for the fair. Like mm. pre-COVID, pre-panoramic. Girl, this Panera Bread is out here fucking me all types of up. And I want to go to the fair this year. I want a turkey leg, damn it. Mm-hmm. Now, I know on the live, people were saying <laughs> that there's that there's not an age limit. Well, there is a slight age limit for who can be drafted for cuffing season. Before they qualify for Sugar Daddy or, you know, Cougar sh- cougar status. Yeah. I don't think there should be an age limit on, I don't think so. on being able to cuff. 
You know what I'm saying? Because these old men and these old women are out here. And these old Mm -hmm. men are going after these young women. These old women are going after these young men. These old men are going after these old women and vice versa. And they out here. Okay. Yeah. Old people need love too, Craig. Okay. They need love too. They they sticking and looking just like everybody else. Now, I like that better than chicken and bacon. That was great. Now you the know, imagery though. The imagery. We the heard, imagery. We heard the old man. Was it Marvin Cease that talking about trying to be a candy licker? Like we've heard these old ass songs. We heard the hole in the wall, the good times at the hole in the wall. We know that these old people are making it do what it do. Okay. I don't know how they're making it do what it do or what they're doing or how they're doing it, but they're doing it. Mm. I can make it do what it do, baby. Okay. Just... <laughs> it doesn't matter. People are out here doing it. <laughs> Fucking Stevie Wonder has Look, how many kids? Ray Charles was out here feeling risks. Like, yo. Men are just different. These... Men are just different. I'm sorry. They can have kids for forever. Our. I saw something, I saw a video the other day, and this woman was like, her granddaughter asked her about if she likes men. She's like, oh, I don't date men. My honey hole done dried up. What? Yes, that was a TikTok. She was like, the honey well. My honey hole hole done dried up. She was like, you're what now? But see, like, men can be pumping in a sweat, and all they got to do is get them a little Viagra. But they have meditations for that. If her, she wants her honey well to be plentiful again, she there's a medication for that. Just like the Viagra, there's medication for that. So that's not an excuse, ma'am. Either you want it or you don't. I don't think it's that damn serious. Like what? What? You don't think it's that that, serious? You want to? You want to talk about something? That is my. I hate that's not my biggest fear in a relationship. But one thing I am concerned about is how people be talking like how the sex just flows out of a marriage, how they just don't want to fuck anymore. And in my head, I'm like, why, why would sex <laughs> of all things go out the window? I would be, Oh my God. Like what? So you don't want to, you don't want to fuck me no more. Oh, like this doesn't bring you like, what? Why does sex go out of the marriage? But they say, I don't understand. They say that the sex drive goes in reverse. So they say like dudes or men are like the most horniest at their younger age. But at women, as women get older, they become more horny, I suppose. Okay. So this medication for that, as you've already said, so I don't understand the excuse. Like I don't, how do you expect me to still like, how can we make this work if you ain't going to fuck me? Yeah. I don't understand. How do you, how do you want me to? You ain't gonna you ain't gonna play in my hole no more. You want my you want my honey hole to dry up. That's what you're trying to do. No, no, sir. We're gonna have to keep this shit a, a breath, oh, sweetie. Lord. We're gonna have to fuck in the car when the children are asleep. Uh we're gonna have to make a game out of this. Uh we're gonna tell the kids that we're out here playing doctor. I don't know what we're gonna have to do, but um we're gonna have to have a scheduled couples vacation without children at least every two years. Like every other year, we need to go somewhere without the kids. And someone's watching them because we need to fuck like rabbits. We don't have to bring children home. They don't have to conceive nothing. But we need to just be nasty. I need to have something to look forward to. I cannot not have sex. That's so weird to me. 
I think what would be people, different than us being boyfriend and girlfriend? I think people get consumed with life and they get so consumed with life that they prioritize things above that. So, I mean, I guess that's a conversation that you have to have with your future husband that you want these things. I feel like that's self-care in your relationship. I'm sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> that was one of the things that I heard often was like one of the spouses will let themselves go. And then the other person is stuck trying to like accept this new version of their spouse when that's not the person they married. That's not the person they fell in love with. So their attractiveness to that person drifts off. And how do you tell someone, look, I want you to lose weight. I want you to put yourself together every day. It could be as simple as like when you said in another episode, like you don't want us to come at you wrong, but like, it's like, let's go for a walk. And if it became a routine and something that you did, it would help you to bond. I mean, hell, if I start letting myself go and my man was like, baby, let's go on a bike ride. Like, let's go buy some bikes. Because, I mean, it's some pretty days. And maybe we should just, like, ride a bike twice a week or something. Because uh, we feel like we don't spend enough time together. Even if you lied and pretended like we didn't spend enough time together, like, alone, we could just go do that. Maybe that'd be a subtle way to get us to start working out. However, what if that person has, quote, unquote, changed, like we mentioned before, and they're not interested in that. They tell you, no, I don't have time for that. I'm doing something else. So oh, you're going to always be down to eat this Thanksgiving dinner off my back. That's non-negotiable. <laughs> That's non-negotiable. Hold up. What? So, How do we transition? <laughs> because she said there are certain things that are not going to change. She said the desire to eat that Thanksgiving off her back. Not fucking happening. You're not gonna not. You're not gonna say no. Yeah, to that. That, you're. How do you? You're not gonna. No. Well, that's how I feel about sex. But I. But I can see where you're coming from with that. If one spouse lets themselves go. Okay. If they let themselves go, if they let themselves go, right? And then you say you give this suggestion of let's do these bike rides, and they're just saying no. I don't have time no, for that. Yeah. What do you do then? How do you then? Then. then how well, do you I mean, then say I'm trying to help you because you too fucking fat? Or do you say, well, we need to go our separate ways because you ain't trying to help me help you help me? Well, no, no, it'd have to be a conversation of, you know, you'd have to be honest. Like, I mean, it may sound fucked up, but you're going to have to, like, maybe preface it. It's like, look, I I don't know how any other way to say this, but we got to talk about this shit. We just have to because I, I can't not say anything. And then pretend like it's all cool. I need to let you know how I'm feeling. Because, I mean, shit, if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody for the rest of your fucking life and you can't be honest, like, I can't hold that shit in. If I'm not going to hold it in with my small child, I'm sure shit not going to hold it in with no adult. No. Let me... That's how the chaps how I feel. So I'm going to tell these adults how I feel, too. It's easy for men to sell a dream because next week we'll be back about these ain't shit niggas. <laughs> and talk about the dreams they have attempted to sell. And possibly have sold. They definitely sold some. I've got sold in some. I thought it was diamonds, but they're Morganites. Bitch. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) Cubic zirconias. Okay. Okay. Some raggedy ass crystals. (laughs) They ain't even good stuff. They ain't even the good stuff. 
Mm-mm. And it was just and it was just a regular ass crystal. It wasn't even pressed into no into no kind of gem. You gave okay? you gave me it was silver. Just the of the gem. You didn't even give me plated white gold. You gave me silver. Not okay. it was not even plated it with titanium. gold. Nothing. Raggedy. You just raggedy, yo. Trifling. So enjoy your cuffing season, but don't be bamboozled. Please, Lord. Enjoy the cuffing season, right. but enjoy it for what the fuck it is, okay? Remember that it's a honeymoon and it is temporary. Even whether you're intentionally trying to get in a relationship or not. Like, relationship is good, but know that that shit takes work. But if you in it for a cup of season, honey, you better establish the boundaries either with that person or at least in your own damn head and know where you're willing to stop. And look for their um, COVID shot card if you're going to be congregating with them in private settings. Because it's still a Pantene Pro-V outside, and you need to make sure that things are okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not the damn Pantene. She said it's still a Pantene Pro-V outside. (laughs) I can't. I can't, and I will. I am here for it damn it here for it that shit is like a dollar at the dollar store <laughs> you know that used to be the shit it used to be right up there with herbal essences remember when they used to have them commercials yes, like, like, yes, yes yes i remember those Girl, commercials. pro v was so serious then they so tried serious. to make the black version but it was just the white version in, right. a, in a gold bottle <sighs> lord we bought it though we did and that shit tore my hair up <laughs> I went bald. Stripped you of everything you had. Literally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> well, don't God. be buying these 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 false dreams out here for cuffing season, girl. Uh, look out for the red flags. For real. Yeah. And don't be afraid to drop somebody, okay? Mm. Don't be afraid to drop them. Excuse me, it's cuffing season. And just be, if they, they pass the tryouts, don't be afraid to drop that ass off the team. And try another. Okay. Yeah. There was somebody back there on the on your list that you thought maybe couldn't make it. Reconsider. Read some litter. Read some litter. Sure. Yeah. On the subject. You sure? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you know you got your back. Like, like chiropractic. Tick. <laughs> that bitch do you dirty. We wipe her ass out as in detergent. The hurry, hurry. I'm going to the altar. <laughs> I know you ain't a pimp, but pimp, remember what I taught you. Keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart. Keep your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's a that's a jam right Bruh. there. Shout out to Outcast. God damn, shout out to Outcast. Oh, it hurts my feelings every time I think about the fact that they broke up. I mean, I don't, did they really break up, though? Well, they ain't making music no more. So I, I mean, Big Boy it. said that his nigga just to win. <laughs> <laughs> Big Boy just said that his nigga just went on to do a little acting. Okay, now that's what anybody acted in nothing since since I don't know Out of Wild and Four Brothers. I ain't seen him in shit else. What about you? Mm, nah. Okay. Now ever since Four Brothers was rough. A caddy. Was he who's your caddy? Oh, Big Boy was in Caddy Caddy Shack. Yo, oh, who's your caddy? That base. I never get when Big Boy was in ATL, and 
And T.I. was like, you want some money? Here you go. And he was like, oh, that was so disrespectful. You going to hit me in my mouth with some goddamn <laughs> Listen, I, I, all I heard was that was so disrespectful. You going to hit me in my mouth with some goddamn money. Oh, you know. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Don't don't be pimping these hoes. I mean, don't let these hoes pimp you. You pimp these hoes. That's what I have to say. Exactly. And just because everybody you see get married doesn't mean you have to get married. Just because you see all these people having kids doesn't mean you have to have kids. Just because you Mm-mm. see these people Co-signed. with these houses and these cars doesn't mean you have to do it. Because guess what? That's just more debt. Co-sign. So you just do you and you stay your course. You stay in your lane. And make sure your lane is a one way that keeps going forward. Okay? And in the words of Young Thug, Young Thug says, hustles don't stop. They keep going. That's all I gotta say. I'm with it. Co-sign and all that shit. Co-sign the co-sign. Facts. Because there's, I can honestly say there's plenty of times where I looked at people and I was like, damn, I wish I had that. And then after I know the backstory of how they got what they got, I was like, mm, I'm glad I ain't got that. Right. I don't want it. Yeah. I don't want it. And you can take your little happy picture and post it all you want, but mm-hmm. baby girl, when I close my eyes tonight, I'm sleeping peacefully. Okay? Facts. All right. For real. Trying to chase after an ideal is not always a good idea. Not always. You'll be out here in February singing him Layla Hathaway. <laughs> there was a time when I... Yeah. <laughs> no, no, is it Bobby Womack? If you think you're lonely Bobby. now. Yes. <laughs> well, wait, wait until, until tonight, tonight girl. girl. Yes. Yeah. I'll be long when the skeletons come out of the closet and chase you all around the room. What the? Bobby! Lord of mercy. Whew. Lord of mercy. But yeah, y'all. That's that's that on that. That's on Mary Had a Little Lamb and all her flock. Okay. And y'all be- but we definitely invite you to uh, hear us next week. <laughs> <laughs> y'all be careful out here in this picnic. All right. Let's go on to Whining with Wine. I mean, honestly, I I think it's the selling of dreams for me, bro. That's what killed me. I just don't understand it. Like, why? What What's the purpose of it? Who taught you to be such a piece of shit? I mean, I, I don't understand. Like, for real. Who taught you to be a piece of shit? If you out here selling dreams, when you could just be honest, like, you never know what you could get. Facts. You just don't, you know, you know what I'm saying? You never know until you ask. Mm-hmm. The worst thing they could say is no. Now, and there's also a way to ask. Now, all the finessing you do, trying to sell a motherfucking dream, you could use all that energy to ask a woman politely to serve one purpose in your life. Let's be and you serve one purpose friends, in hers. You and I. And that's it. La, da, da. And make it worth her while. If she's not into it, don't take it personally, ho. Don't take it personally. Because it's you know, it's nothing personal about it. Like, please each other and move the fuck on. That's all you got to do. Ain't nothing like a good cut friend who recognizes your boundaries 
appreciates your nether regions and moves on with their life the rest of their life but you just you know for for women and men alike men, women are a little better at it than men just learn to finesse or use your finessing skills for good and not evil jesus stops out here selling dreams and leading bitches on and then wondering why they clinging to you trying to marry you facts you stupid son of a bitch because you don't you out here making them think you dating and doing all this extra shit when you have no intentions of doing it if you just want to fuck say that facts because it, it really is okay with more women than you think. Because we don't we don't give a fuck about you either sometimes. We don't give a damn about your hopes and dreams. We don't want to hear that bullshit. We just want you to lay this pipe and get the fuck out my house. Don't want to feed you. Don't want to talk to you. Don't want to reminisce on a good show. I don't care and leave. about you at all. Get out. Bye, nigga. I'll see you next go round. Great sex. Call me when you're horny. Matter of fact, don't call me. I'll call you. <laughs> period who's next period dot she said okay i agree with that because <laughs> these dudes out here thinking they be trying to trick these girls when they just when they should have told them they just wanted to be friends and they just should have left it at that i mean really i don't get it yeah so stop being so motherfucking scary tell be me, a fucking man tell me what you want okay tell me what you need tell me if it ain't good enough okay hmm Yes. And the words are through him. What you need. <laughs> All you have to do is be honest. You could have had you a cut friend. You could have had you a girlfriend, but you didn't want to be upfront and honest. My pet peeve is guys that keep showing up and fumbling the ball. Like, why? You could have just stayed where you was at because I was fine already. Like, right. I moved on. But you show back up. Hello. Opening old wounds. And oh. why? What was your purpose, sir? Exactly. You just out here disturbing peace, throwing off schedules, fucking up the mind. Like, ain't you got nothing better to do? Ain't you tired of being the same person you was two months ago? Clearly not. Because mm. I'm tired. How is it you evolve in your fuckboyness, but don't actually evolve as a person? How that work? Why can't you use your creativity in the other ways? You could probably get a promotion in your job if you use your creativity and way of fucking over women. Or get a job. Or you wouldn't in your job. Or or that. Oh, ho. Hell, you wait a minute a, now. We're not funny. You dealing with nobody business. with no damn job. No, but you could start a business. A, a, a good business with all the creativity you have and selling fucking dreams out here in this motherfucker. 1-800-CALL-A-HO. <laughs> you can have you a good old LLC. Mm-mm. With all this thoughts, because that's a hope and a mind. dream too. I'm gonna need you to establish that over there by yourself. <laughs> we can stay in contact, but holler at me in like six months, and I'll see where you get, where you at. Put your because I'm doing the same. Like I'm not expecting you to believe this dream of what I have going on, but I'm providing for myself in the meantime. So you should do the same because that <laughs> I'm not going to be a provider for you ever, mm. ever, ever, ever. oh gosh llc don't mean check that just means you're not wrong there (laughs) llc just means you gonna get up and go to work and to some degree Mm. lord of mercy My wine is for fake friends. Um, I just feel like if you're going to be 
a friend or not a real friend, that you should just set that boundary. You should tell me that you're going to be a associate versus being a friend. Because if I look at you as a friend and you're not a friend, that's a, that's offensive to me. Because I put you, I take the concept of friendship very seriously, and I put you in the in the in the section of being my friend and you turn out to just be an associate because that's where you put yourself that could be on me but could that but that also could be on you or the way that you presented yourself to me and the way that we converse with each other so f you fake friend you ain't real you ain't even try to be real with me so i ain't keeping it real with you so you see me i see you I say, hey, you say, hey, I say, bye, you say, bye. And that's it. That's all we keeping it as because there's nothing else for us to talk about because you showed your true hand and you showed your true face and it ain't real. It ain't genuine. It's a facade. So, and then the words of Jawanda. Mm. Bloop. Bloop. Bloop, 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 bloop. Bloop, 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 bloop. And where's the big Sean? I don't fuck with you. You little stupid ass bitch. I ain't fucking with you. I haven't heard that song in forever. You little dumb ass bitch. I ain't fucking with you. That song had come out that first time we went to Charlotte. Yeah. I remember you and me was in the back uh, back seat singing the fuck out that song. (laughs) Actually, the whole car was singing the fuck out that song. That was a good one. Definitely a good song. Mm-hmm. And a good trip. Good song, and that was a good broke rich trip. Definitely. There was nothing rich about that trip. That was we the was... original. No, the original was Murder Beach. Oh, now that that was funny. We tried to make it Both work. Of them was... But then the time Both changed. Of them was random. Mm-hmm. That's what we get for trying to be grown. That's okay. All right. Well, um,. So we're just going to end this episode here. If you guys have any questions, like Mo said, the link is in the bio. Um, I don't know if you guys know or not, but we have an Instagram. And our Instagram is Unestablished Podcast. Like, you can find us on Instagram. It's the same logo that it is when you see the podcast. And we post stuff daily, for the most part. Mostly every day. Mm -hmm. So definitely come check us out. See what we about, you know. Enjoy us, follow us. We may follow you back. Do yeah. we have a um a review? We shout out the person for Belgium, but the person from Belgium, I'm not sure, left a review. So we also should give the person who left a review a shout out. What y'all think? I think so too. We do appreciate our, our Belgium and European listeners. Yes. Oh, and we want more of you. Tell your friend to yes, tell a friend. Lord. For real. Put your friends on. Okay. All right. So let's see here. We got one from, uh, it looks like it's from Tay0208 Loa. It has never been the type of person interested into listening to a podcast, but this podcast is differently work deaf is different and worth listening to. Every time they have a new podcast, I know for a fact that I have to listen to it. Well, thank you. 
Um, yeah. Tay0208 Loa. Um, I hope you enjoy listening to us as we enjoy feeding you or giving you this content that we have. And if you have any suggestions for us, definitely hit us up at unestablishedpodcast at gmail.com. Y'all got anything else? It's a pleasure. Nope. Just always a pleasure. Nope. We're happy to serve you this tea for cuffing season. Yes. And we have more relationship uh, podcasts to come. Do we have, is it two or three more? Three. Is it three? Okay. Okay. So we have three more things relationship wise so this is cuffing season relationship season so we are here to talk about it so next week we'll be talking about something else relationship wise and we can't wait for you guys to hear it and we can't wait to discuss it follow us proceed with caution oh please lord because next next week won't be so Oh, next, next week going to be reckless, okay? Next week going to be <laughs> wild, okay? Next week going to be that intro to that Ari Lennox album of Shea Butter Baby, okay? <laughs> if you don't know the intro, Funny. go listen to it. It's about to get, all y'all get out because it's about to be freaky, kiki, and wild up in here. Okay, it's not going to get that. <laughs> no, bitch, we <laughs> Uh, but it'll definitely get explicit it's in gonna, another way. It's gonna hit some gonna, nerves, though. But it, it, it might, and that's okay. Yes, definitely mm-hmm. explicit. Okay, I ain't gonna lie. I really hope that these will um, bring out some of y'all, and I'm hoping that we get some good comments. I really do. I really want to know. We want to know always what you think and feel about what we put out here. Any suggestions that you have, we definitely are looking for people to say something about about these ones coming up i'm hoping that they'll hit some nerves and that they'll ensue some conversation and maybe be relatable yeah truly and no we're not the only one dealing with the bullshit (laughs) ain't no ain't no fucking way or the f boys Mm. or f girls shit yeah Mm. shit sometimes we ain't shit either yeah that's true yeah I have, we'll have to put that disclaimer on that episode for sure. I have been that person. Well, all right, guys. This was fun, as usual. Cheers! Cheers! Thank you for joining us this week on Unestablished. Be sure to catch us every week and don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on all podcast platforms. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, peace and love.